Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Welcome to the Unjust and Run podcast presented by Macy's. Coming up this week, can we really be surprised by Boosie's reaction to his daughter coming out? And why is it a problem when a woman dates a younger man, but not the other way around? And men have such a hard time with heartbreak, but they're always labeled as bitter. Is that like the right word or not? Me, L'Oreal, and my girl, the beautiful Claudia Jordan. What's going on, Claudia? What's up, friend? How you doing over there? I need to come to Atlanta and give you a hug. Oh, my God. Too much going on this week, but it's been a great week. I, I'm blessed. Yeah. How you feeling? Um, you know, I've, I've had some some issues out there. You know, um, I think being an outspoken woman, it comes with a lot and it also makes you stronger. But people don't think that we're human sometimes. And I, I just want people to realize that we have feelings, too. Yeah. And uh, maybe we'll get into that later on in the show. We're definitely going to get into some of that later on in the show. But we first have to talk about Macy's because I went over there the other day and I spent a lot of money. And now at least I'm fly. But uh, I saved a lot of money, too. But I'm a little um, tapped out. So, Claudia, you got some money for me? I know, um, you, go to the, I know you go and gamble. I'm trying to chill out because I just bought a new house. So oh, uh, congratulations. I, thank you. I closed this week. And so I'll be in Macy's looking for some nice bedding, uh, some pots and pans. If anybody want to buy me a housewarming gift, I need everything. So Damn. yeah, I got to fill the whole house. Yep. I tried to tap your pockets and now I'm going to end up buying you a housewarming gift. So now I'm, it's okay. I'm going to go back to Macy's. They're committed to creating <laughs> a brighter future for all and empowering the new generation of leaders. Now during Women's History Month, shout out to all the ladies out there and uh that's why macy's are continuing to support girls inc your online or in-store donation will help fund education and career readiness programming inspiring all girls to be strong smart and bold plus discover and shop woman-owned brands give back and learn more at macy's.com slash purpose that's macy's.com slash purpose now let's talk about boosie badass do you like bootsy badass's opinions because he's one of those people that he has strong opinions just like us and uh, sometimes he jumps out the window i actually appreciate people that jump out the window and say what they really feel and i'd rather know what i'm dealing with and i think in this era and we've all learned this the issue is the clipping a lot of times of yeah. the comments we don't That's get true. to hear the full context of what they're talking about. Because I've wrongly reported on people because I've only got the clip and not the whole conversation. Mm. Well, we need we need Boosie's out there. We need people like that. He he gets people talking. Boosie has been making headlines over those homophobic comments that he's made towards Little Nas X. He's also talked about D. Wade's daughter, Zaya. Sometimes the things he had to say was rude. I don't know. I think right. towards Zaya. I didn't like how he was talking towards the child. I, mm -hmm. That's the only thing I didn't like about it. That's D-Wade and Zaya's and their family's business. And if it comes out in the public, that's one thing. But I just felt like he spoke too crazy on some of those things, especially now that his daughter, 22-year-old Poison Ivy, I'm not going to lie, she is fire on the mic. She could rap, like, real Really? Good. I got to get into it. Good. And she recently came out. So... 
I did see that. And, you know, we talked about that on Cocktails of Queens the other day. And, and it was just like, you know, I just heard that he said he was against the lifestyle. But he really did go on to say that he loved her. And she said he does. She, she knows he loves her. So it sounds like they're not as outraged as the people are. The outsiders looking in. What do you think well, about that? Well, I don't know. Because he went on DJ Vlad and he said some pretty interesting things. Even though it's not, it won't be accepted as far as, because I don't want nobody in, other, in my other family to get think it's okay. But we're going to love her to death. But at the same time, our, Southern, our family, it, it, it's never been that way. You know, it's never been accepted. It's never, we got our preacher, grandfather, grandmother, preacher, like, you know, like. But at the same time, she grown. She can do what the hell she wants. What do you mean he trying to keep it away from the family so nobody else gets the gay idea? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Boosie, I don't think that's how it works. Um, I don't think you're like, oh, my God, I'm next to a lesbian. Oh, my God, I'm a lesbian now. I don't think that works that way. Um, I, I will say, though, I, when I heard like that, it was an outrageous interview. When I heard that, that didn't sound outrageous. I get he's old school and he's stuck in his ways and he was raised around people that were against it. I understand that. Um, I do like that he did reinforce that he does love her. But I do think he probably should stop speaking on other people's kids so much. But now he's become the go-to guy. Like, he's like the Boosie. What's Boosie got to say about the gay community? Right? Like, at this but, point, we know we're going to get. But that's my issue. He's kind of being a hypocrite because he attacked D-Wade. But then at one point in the interview, you are saying we're going to accept her and love her to death. But that's mm -hmm. what D-Wade is doing with his daughter. He's loving his daughter to death and accepting her and, you know, whatever she needs to go through. And you're attacking him for it. So it is a bit of a it's a it's like you point the finger and the other fingers are back at you or whatever the case. But it is weird to just say we were raised around church folk. Didn't you, wasn't he facing like life in jail? Did they was that OK in the church? What was he well, facing life for? I'm going to go ahead and make some people mad right now. Let's not act uh, like that. The church is not filled with a bunch of hypocrites. Do as I say, not as I do. We can find a lot of examples of that. Now, that's not everybody because I definitely grew up in the church. But I've been saying, I feel like we do pick and choose, right, when we decide to be virtuous and righteous, right? We, yeah. oh, I, I have attempted murder charge, but, like, in the church, <laughs> you know, you can't wear pants or you can't kiss a girl. Like, but, but yeah, okay, I may have tried to kill somebody, but that's that's circumstantial. You know what I mean? That's but people, crazy. I think the lesson at the end of the day is most people are really full of it. And until it happens to them, they feel differently. You know, it's always different when it's like, oh, well, it's my kid. It's different. Yeah. Do you think that it's possible for you to be supportive of your child, but not accept who they are? That isn't that. I don't know if that makes sense. Yes, because I have family members that they do stuff that I trifling can't stand, but I still love them. I wouldn't want to be involved with it. Like, don't have me around that BS when you're doing that. And I don't mean the being, I don't mean the sexuality, I mean things that they have done in their lives, but I still love them. We've had relationships. Uh, we can, I, I talked, I think was it, I was talking to friends about this. You know, you might love 80% of someone, but that 20, you can't stand, but that doesn't mean you don't love them. I think Boosie, whatever he says now, we're going to look at him like, man, you're, you, but you're a hater of the community. I think he has an issue with Gabrielle Union majorly though, majorly. He has an issue with her because of what she said and she called out his masculinity and she mm -hmm. did it on a large platform mm -hmm. and it was embarrassing. But when right. Mike Tyson did it to him and he was like, are you a homosexual? Why does it bother you so much? Why are you picking on Zaya? He was like very reserved. That's what I'm saying. People will come to a woman aggressively, a man 
sometimes like when they're confronting a woman, they're very aggressive. And then when it comes to other men, they try to meet them eye to eye. And I think that's a little weird to me. I think okay. it should be the same level. Like if you're going to say man to man, let me come up, like, let me address mm-hmm. this. But when it comes to a woman, you're like speaking down. Can I just add, on. especially when it's a black woman, it's like there's this, this like. I didn't want to have to say it. No, it's true. I feel like but when it's, it's a black woman, like they like they already assume that we're coming with this aggression. And a lot of times our aggression is a uh, it's 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 a condition of our circumstances because we have been put on defense a lot or you come in. You don't come at us as softly as may you, you may come at a white woman or another man. And I think that's so wrong. Like black women, we have we put a cape on because we have to a lot of times. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, like if we we express disappointment or anger in something, we're automatically labeled bitter or angry. When a lot of times we're just expressing how we feel, but anyone else does it and it's received differently. And I want to get into why that is, why we can't say anything. And it's, it's, everything is taken so aggressively. Yeah. And you know, when people be like, if I, like, I wish I was a man because da, da, da. the only reason why I could say, I wish I was a man is so I could say whatever I want for real without uh, getting penalized for it. I could say something way less harsh than a man and and I'll get bashed and hung at the stake and whatever. And he could say something 10 times worse to me or whatever. And it's just like, oh, that's nothing. It's so funny because even with, with part of this incident, and we'll talk about more of it later on in the show, but part of this incident, there's a person that on TV, right? We, we had like a clip that played on the show and it was a clip of me and my co-host on another show. And he's talking or whatever, and they're laughing. And then when I talk, he like, look at that bitch's face. And this wow. is on on MTV, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, no one said nothing. Like, you let that rock. And, you know, it's just nothing. Who cares? Like, he could just call me that on national TV, not even knowing no, no nothing. But I will say, when it was like Regine Carter and Wayne, you know, Wayne's daughter, I mean, and um, academics called out her name. People did come for him. But you should be held accountable when it comes to any woman. Like, why? That should be like the N-word And when it comes to white people saying it. Mm-hmm. I think if a man mm-hmm. calls a woman a bitch for no reason out of her name, like in a regular conversation, you just call me that, it should be outraged too. Like, that shouldn't be okay. Why is that okay? McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. There's definitely an issue between Black men and Black women. And there's been this competition. Now, we can put it back into the origins of this country and how we're pitted against each other, how men were snatched out of the households, you know, and how we were divided. 
and we know our history, but at some point we have got to acknowledge it and say, I know these bad patterns that we've been engaged in. We got to put a stop to it. Like we got to stop. Like, I feel like we're in competition all the time. And I also feel like there's this misogynistic attitude where there's a lot of men that would rather just like think that women should be seen and not heard. And they don't want to hear too much of your opinions. We talked a little bit off camera about this, right? I'm going to give an example. Amber Rose, when she was quiet and didn't say anything, she was mysterious. She was sexy. She was so intriguing. The minute this girl got a talk show and started expressing herself, I saw the hate change towards her. You burst on the scene. I remember we used to hang out in New York before you got on radio. I watched your meteoric rise okay mm-hmm. you just started getting out of here you mm-hmm. work you're mm-hmm. on the radio you're here yeah so when you come out of nowhere who was this young girl and why is she blowing up like this it's like people are are like men like they're sick of hearing your voice okay that's enough just can you just be cute on instagram i'm a very outspoken person i found when i was doing pageants and quiet or doing music videos i was loved it was i was i was safe Start right. having an opinion on things. People will pick it apart and they'll find a reason. Bill, you talk too much. Shut up. But they don't say that to these male talk show hosts that say way more wild stuff. Way more. Look it's at crazy. Steve. Look at somebody like Stephen A. Smith. He be going crazy. There's no music playing in between. There's no nothing. He just goes up. They eat it up. They'll watch it all day over and over. And it's like, I'll say one thing. Oh, my God. Like one thing they don't agree with. That's what it is. Because I could say a million things. Mm-hmm. One thing I they don't agree with. I hated our voice from the minute I heard it. <laughs> He's just like, mm-hmm. I will change the damn station. You've been listening for three years. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, but I I do want to give a big shout out because it is Women's History Month and we're going to talk more about the difference between people attacking people over opinions and all kind of stuff. We're going to talk about that a little later on, but we want to highlight a few people for this Women's History Month and this month we would like to highlight the beautiful Pinky Cole. We love Pinky Cole and for y'all that are not familiar with her, she's the founder and CEO of Slutty Vegan. I know you've had Slutty Vegan before, right? Uh, what are you trying to say? And actually I have not had it yet and I want to try it. I'm not, I've no. never really done vegan food. No, I've I'm not going to lie. Food. At one point, I was there like three times a week, and I was like, "No, nah, I can't. I can't be eating burgers." And <laughs> like, it's healthy. Is it, I heard it's really good, and I and, and I one thing about it though, I recognize the success. Like, I this wow. brand blew up. Ain't she worth like a hundred million dollars in like five years? She is worth a lot of million dollars and a hundred million dollars <laughs> she has earned in five years. Okay. Wow. She also has Bar Vegan, and I go by Bar Vegan, and it's it's like a club. It's dope. So you get your um the little mini cheese steaks, the cheese mm-hmm. steak rolls, but it's all, you know, plant-based, and it's delicious. We also want to give a shout-out to the 54th NAACP Image Awards this past Saturday, and the big winners, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Do you watch Abbott Elementary? Not yet, but I need to. I hear everyone Come talking on. about it all the time. What are you doing I'm a, over there? I'm a news nerd, and I be playing games on my phone. I'm like a teenager. You got to watch Abbott Elementary because that's like, it's a quick show, too. Like, that's something that you can watch real quick, but it's funny. And it got the dry humor like you and I love. I love it. And, uh, you know, big shout out to Angela Bassett did her thing. Because she <laughs> always her. does it. Is Angela Bassett not the best? She's been my favorite actress since I was, I remember watching her and um, I did a little quick scene with her and how, how Stella got a group back. I was a flight attendant when she dropped her son off at the airport. Oh my and God. I just being, I just look up to her. Like she makes you so believe every, she becomes it. Like 
And when she cries, I want to cry. She is badass. And she looked good in her arms. And uh, she is just everything. And she looked better with age. She gets better looking. And she's still with her same husband. She's goals. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like nobody ever really gives. I mean, she's getting her. She gets her flowers, but not as much as she should. She needs more. Facts. More flowers. And speaking of flowers, Nelly must have bought plenty of those. I'm in shock behind this. They said him and Ashanti are back together. I think that's cute. Me, I think Ashanti's everything. I love how she talks. I think she's so cute. I think she, I like, I love her songs. Like, I'm like, anybody that fumbles the Ashanti bag, uh, y'all crazy. Have you taken an X back before like that? Um, that's many years later. No, I haven't, but I would because I'm sentimental. Like, if we ended on good terms, like, there's a couple people that I dated, like, maybe 10 years ago that I'm like, I would definitely could take him back if he came back around. But it could be a bad ending. If it was like, you hurt me real bad, then no. But if it was like one of those timing, maybe being in a better place. Would you take an Xbox? No, no, thank you. Hated it. (laughs) I I don't want nothing. Like, I'm the type of person that once we done, I'm done with you. I'm sentimental. No, that's sentimental. You broke my heart or whatever. I broke yours. Well, but sometimes it wasn't them breaking yours. Like, so have you ever had like, okay, my last relationship, my my last, well, not what I just got out of, but um, my three-year relationship, nobody did anything wrong to each other and we're still the best of friends. So why did you break up? we were on different timelines with marriage. I, I wanted to get married by a certain time and he was traumatized from his first marriage. So I was like, you know, I really want that. I really want to go buy a house together with something. And he was traumatized from his, you know, from his other experience. So I didn't want to keep waiting. I don't want to be, a, I don't want to be four, five, six, seven, eight years. We were three years in and I'm, I, I don't want to go into 50 being like just a girlfriend. So, I mean, you know and I mean? if so, what if he comes to you like we could get married tomorrow? Because even with the ring, it's like he could still prolong it and be like, I told you I wasn't ready for marriage. That's what I'm saying. Like, are you just mm-hmm. signing up for the same BS? That's why I don't go back. It was still a good relationship. Like, that's probably the only, and, you know, it was. Just, yeah, but the it, problem is you broke broke you up, right? It did. It did. And I and I thought, like, let me go see if the, I said, let me let you go and maybe you'll find what you really want out there to make you want to commit. And maybe I will, too. So we both tested the waters with other people. But that's what and, I'm saying. And he comes back and say he gives you the ring. And then you, you notice it's one year, two year. You get what I'm saying? And it's like, oh, damn, no. it's the same problem over. Why did I take him back? No, if he gives me the ring, then we'll be married. I, I will be Bridezilla and I will take over and I will we will be we will. Their ceremony will be planned. You'll be like, we're getting we're getting married next month. He's gonna be like, no, you know that's not gonna work. What you doing next Tuesday? Nah, nah, I'm busy that day. (laughs) He's gonna keep pushing it. Well, I wonder if Bernice Burgos and Jalen Brown from the Boston Celtics. I wonder if they're gonna be here in wedding bells anytime soon. So you know, she is a model and an influencer, and they're saying that they're dating. But the thing is, uh, Bernice is a grandma. She has a daughter. The daughter is 26 years old. And Bernice is 42. And Jalen, her boyfriend, rumored boyfriend, is also 26, just like her daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, some people got a lot of things to say about Bernice's daughter and well, her and Jalen Brown. We'll be in the same age. Well, you know what? I mean, I used to love younger men, right? Like, I, if, if someone said they were my age or older, I would be instantly like, nope, no thank you. Nice meeting you, sir. And I wouldn't be interested. Whether I got older, I liked my age for other. I was in, uh, attracted intellectually. She's a sexy girl. She probably done tried men her age, and they and realized like a lot of us 
They are just as immature as these young ones. So you might as well get the one with the better body. I ain't mad at it. Yeah, because I'm not going to lie. They're probably worse. Because if you say just as immature because they're older, so you expect so much more from them. And you're Mm -hmm. just like, nah, this is crazy. But I will say, I don't know if I would feel comfortable ever in life with dating somebody that's the same age as my child. (laughs) That's what's weird. Because then it feels like everybody going to be looking at me like a predator. Like, oh, you was looking at your your child's friends and (laughs) you went to the school to drop her off and was scoping out your future boyfriend. Like, I would never, like, and even, I'm such a weird person when it comes to, like, age I've only ever really dated within my age range. And that's because, yeah, that's because like one time I talked to a younger boy and like, I just feel like I I was his mother, like disgusting, like clean up behind him. And it was just, I mean, the stamina was there, but then an old man, (laughs) it's like, what is, no, I, old men make me like, I can't even say what I really want to say. But what's old, what's old to you? Anything over, I don't know. Even five years over, like what? So yes. you think? So you must look at me as an old lady? No, I'm talking about somebody that I'm dealing with. You know what's funny, Loria? You saying about this younger man thing? Were we talking on the phone the other day? You, uh, we won't say his name, but you yeah. was like, you fumbled that bag. Remember you there was did. So years ago. We went to dinner. Okay, I got we, in trouble tell- that day. I got in trouble. <laughs> look, that day. Look, let's tell the story without giving names because okay. for me it'd be real messy. Okay, yeah. like uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so we all went to dinner at a very nice restaurant in New York that we always love going to. I called and- it McDonald's because I ate there so much, but nobody else did. But it's a very high end <laughs> restaurant. Nobody else called and- it that. And there was a few NBA players from a certain team. One is a humongous star now. <laughs> And when he found out my age, he was like, he perked up. And um, I never went out with him. I thought he was too young. And L'Oreal said the other day, she's like, you fumbled the bag. He was, remember, he was checking for you. And I was like, um. Nah, because he's lit too. And not only is he lit, like I like it. Like I like how he carry himself. Like he was young and like just coming up. And when he tried to, he was like cool with my homeboy. And when he tried to shoot his shot, at like right then and there at the table, I was like, this is cute. Like I could see it. And then when you curved him, I was like, I wonder why she curved him. And it then was I think I asked you in the car, like, well, when, why did you curve? You like, oh, that lady, he's just playing that little boy. And then like a couple years later, like over time, we just watched him blow up and blow up and blow up. And I'm like, nah, yo, every time I see his face, I swear to God. Every time I see his face, I'm like, damn, Claudia should be sitting right there clapping. <laughs> I mean, I can't tell. We, I, I can't fit with Claudia courtside. <laughs> I can't tell the whole story, but how it all came around full circle was just kind of funny. Let's yeah. just leave, we'll, leave, we'll leave it at that. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. 
So you don't see anything wrong with dating someone the same age as your child. That's what you're saying. Well, no, that's a bit of a much. I mean, I, I think I think I think differently now. But when I was at that age, at that point when he was trying to holler at me, I just felt like we were in two different generations. You know what I mean? Like I felt like <laughs> we, <we're>... generations <laughs> sound crazy. But <laughs> I think it's different when you have a kid too, right? Yeah, I don't have a kid, so it, it would. It's not as it's it's different. But you know, like I, I felt like would you even know the music references I made? Like you might think uh, old school. Bernice is, is twerking to to the same. Little baby <laughs> records that Jalen is listening to. Trust me. But what was what would be the biggest age difference that Juju? You said you don't really do younger. I, I I dated someone that was like thirteen years younger than me at one point, but we were just kind of messing around. You know, I didn't really take him super super seriously. Yeah, one time in my life, I dealt with a dude that was way older, and to this day, I see him and I think he's disgusting. Like, cause you know me, yeah, I think he's. <laughs> Cause he, I felt like he preyed on me. You know what I mean? Like he, mm -hmm. he was there, kept being there and around, making himself. And I wasn't the type of like I was young. I was real young, and I worked at the labels and stuff. And he worked in music, and that's the crazy thing. How you know everything come around? Like we all really run into each other. You know, I'm gonna see certain people again, and I always see people immediately after they say whatever, and I'll be there like, yo, so. Uh, like at the White House. But anyway, uh, <laughs> oh. what, if, what if things got popping in the White House? No, that's crazy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, still, I forgot what I was saying. Well, you had quite a week, so. Yeah, I did have quite a week, so I have a brain fart and all that good stuff. Anyway, um, oh, the guy. So yeah, I run into, I see him quite sometimes, and I like I don't even want to speak to him. I walk past him. I think he's disgusting. And how like, big of an age difference was it though? Like, how big was it? I was I was like nineteen, twenty, and he was like in his thirties. That's not bad. That's bad. Thirty, 30? like. And I'm like Younger? 19 and he's in okay. his 30s, like 34, right. 35. I mean, I do think about the mentality, like, okay, what y'all gonna talk about? But he probably was looking at you as a sexy thing and you're you're legal. Nah, but it was I was 18. So like at that time, I wasn't like I am now. Like I wear, you know, well, mm -hmm. I wear Jordan's here and there, but like, you know, everyday pink Jordans and you know, like I have my grills in my mouth. I was a little kid. I was a little girl. I look like a little girl, but I was cool. I was cool with everybody. So, you know, it just, he preyed on me. And then you're around certain people. Like, I worked with all the artists. So, anyway, um, I just don't think, me personally, I wouldn't want none of my nieces to, to date older like that. So, I would try to, but, and as far as dating a younger guy this young. Um, 16 years? It might be different, man. I don't know. I think it might change when you get older. Like, when you're young, you have way more. Let me tell you, when I was in my 26? That, I that don't is, even you know, want a 26-year-old. That's that is young. Now when you get older, you might want some of that young thing back in your life. I feel like why you can't get like an older baller? Like he's cute though. Maybe that's why. She just like I like at that age, I feel like he's all over the place. So like he's gonna yeah. be cool and, and chill with you for like a year or two. But then he's gonna get out of control. Like I can't, like he's too young. He's not sitting in the house. But like that young man at that table. A lot of young men like to prove themselves to an older woman, like, I'm a man, I'm men. And it's really, it's, you can look at it as sick, but they, I'm telling you, when I would tell younger men my age, they would perk up like, they wanted that more than the the younger girls. And they thought it would be such a challenge, I think, to see if they could pleasure and please and get and bag an older woman that don't need them. You know? Yeah, I think but then after 
think after they get the prize, they start, you know, less and less is it important. That's what I'm saying. Like, I just can't see him sitting in the house for the from 24 to the rest of his life. Maybe they're just having fun. Maybe Probably. this isn't nothing, um, you know, too, too serious. I don't know their business. But what I do know is from 24 to the rest of your life, Anyway, let's talk about men, because that's all that's important. <laughs> <laughs> we are just they, here to serve. Are they really the bitter ones? So often men can make women feel bitter and hurt over their last situations. But it's usually men that are holding on to their high school sweethearts that broke their heart or their middle school crush. And uh, now women are Scandalous. No, kind of find out women are actually better at breakups than men are. Surprise, surprise. I can well, see that, right? Because it, a man, they're probably going to walk away in a way, in a form of ghosting. And when mm. are we going to talk about our feelings? And, you know, I think we're better at it because it happens to us more. A lot of times, you know, a man will get his heart broken one time in the ninth grade and he's, I can't move forward. I'm afraid to love again. I'm like, you mad about this little heifer from that from 1987 that hurt your heart? Are you serious right now? But women, you know, we have, we have it more often. We fall in love. We want that. And we also put our hearts out there more. So I think we're more equipped. Like we get our heart broken. I think we handle it better. Like I feel like women, we're devastated at first, the first month. Second month, we kind of like, all right. And by the third month, we're over you and we move on. Men, at first, y'all break up. He partying. Hey, I'm with that bitch no more. Fiesta. <laughs> you know, I'm Fiesta. really rocking and whatever. And then after it quiets down, another month, second month, third month, then they stop being like, damn, I miss her. Yeah. And, and they always come back around later, but we're already healed by them. We heal ourselves. I think we heal ourselves better. I think our process is better. We talk it out with our friends. Like you said, we're going to have conversation and work through our yeah. feelings. Men don't. And then yeah. this article that we, we got sent, um, men don't have the, the insurance of friendship, right? So if I get my heart broken, I'm going to call you L'Oreal, call my girl Ian. I'm going to call my friends and we're going to talk about it. And we're going to together come up with a reason why I went, went left. Men don't really talk through their feelings like that. So yeah. they usually just have unhealthy views of relationships or they're just like, F that be, you know what I mean? Or they don't, they don't work through it like we do. So I, I think there it's a less healthy way that they get over things. They get through things. Well, they're saying that it's actually the men that are home crying and not really the woman. It's like a bigger percentage of men when it comes to the romantic relationship ending. So they're crying and acting like they're good. And it's really us that's strong and moving on. I cry usually in the relationship towards the end. And Me then, uh, and so I'm crying way before we break up, right? That's what we do, right? Like when the problems are happening, that's when we're crying. We're like trying to get you to fix it. Like, babe, I need you to not try to micromanage me. I need you they to be more considerate. I need you to, you know, open up more to me. And then when they don't, you may be upset because you're like, damn, he won't let me in. So when we break up with you, we're, we're like, you know what? When the women's fed up, all right, we're good. We probably cry another week or two after we good. Y'all be waiting to, y'all be waiting too long. That's because we break up first in yep. our mind before we even tell them it's over. But we put up with so much until we be like, all right, I'm about to get out of this thing. All right, he do it one more time. I'm going to leave. All right, mm -hmm. one more time. I'm really getting out of here. All right, I'm going to start getting up out of here because I can't yep. take it no more. And then yep. once you get to that point, they're going to keep doing stuff. And you're mentally checking out. 
Meanwhile, mm -hmm. they're like oblivious because they're not even paying attention or care enough to know what's going on in the relationship. But then they they said they're blindsided. And it's like, no, you've been told the whole time. You just didn't want to do any actions on it. And then you want to blame like, well, y'all know how to break up with people better. And it's like, no, you were you, we knew how to listen to what was going on in a relationship. I've been told you that I wasn't happy. And a lot of men are so surprised when a woman finally leaves them. We complain for two months about what, what's hurting us. You continue to do it. And then we break up with you. It's rare to find a man that say says a woman breaks up with them. All the men I ask, they'd be like, oh, no, I left her. She's crazy. No, you didn't lie. You got tired of hearing her complain about your ass and what you was doing to her. And then you finally left. They're so shocked. So shocked that. And a lot of men think I can get her back no matter what. I can always give her my ex back whenever I want. It's really delusional. Like, I want my ex to know. Never going to happen. And I told, like, I'll tell any ex or whatever the case. And I remember one time my ex said to me, like, oh, please, you're always going to be mine. And I'm like, why the hell would you think that? Because he it's like, it. you can't even get me. I wish I was born with the confidence that men have. Like, I, I feel like a I lot of beautiful was. women, women, period, like, we're more insecure. Like, oh, I, I hope this works out. Or I wish you would, we could get back together. And men be like, Ah, you always gonna be mine. I get you back when I want to. I, when I spin the when I, when I get myself together, I'm gonna come back and get you. And you're like, hold up now. It's not gonna be that easy. I told my ex, I said, for us to ever even talk again or for us to ever be any hope with us, I said, it would be all you because I'm never reaching out again because you hurt me. And I said, so you would have to throw the Hail Mary. You would have to put yourself out there. You'd have to actually work through some of your issues. And then I would, you know, hear what you have to say. But please don't be arrogant and think that you could just pick up the phone or send a text or send some little flowers. And that's going to be enough to get me back. If you hurt me, you have to address what you did wrong. You know, and it's like this, these men being bitter. It's, it's I think because their ego is so tied into it's shocking when they get broken up. So when they do, it's like the wind is knocked out of their chest. But why can't y'all get over it? Like y'all be mad from ninth grade. I had a but guy then they'll treat time. a woman any kind of stuff. Not every man, of course. No, but then some, some of there. these men, yeah, there's some amazing men out there. But some of these guys will turn around and treat the treat women any old kind of way, messing with everybody. But then you supposed to treat them like a fragile little egg, and <laughs> and and you supposed to treat all of them like that. But us, they could throw us like rocks and bolts. Yeah. Like it's nothing. It's nothing for how they treat us. But, you know, we got to be sensitive and careful with their feelings, though. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get out of here. Unjust Run Podcast. Make sure y'all rate, review, subscribe. Tell a friend and tell a friend. And me and my girl, Claudia. And you can check Claudia out. At Claudia Jordan. Hit me on all social media. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, IG, all that. I'm always on that. Wait, I said the same thing. Twitter. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And you can also follow our Instagram page at the Undressing Room Podcast. And we might just follow you back. See you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Undressing Room Podcast. And be sure to check out all of our shows on the Urban One Podcast Network. <laughs>